Greetings. I'm Daniel Meisler, and welcome to episode 36 of the Unsupervised Learning Podcast. So going into the news, <clears throat> there was nothing useful found on Farouk's phone. So uh, basically, FBI came out, or someone found out, that they basically didn't find anything on the phone, which I predicted, everyone predicted, uh, who's been following this, based on the fact that Farouk actually had three phones. He had like two personal phones and a work phone. The one they had, the one the FBI has had, is the work phone. What did he do with the other two? He decimated them. He forensically destroyed them. They were obliterated uh, so that you couldn't get anything off of them. So they only had the one that he wanted them to have or didn't care that they had, which leads most people to believe and definitely leads me to believe, you know, they probably knew this all along and were simply using the case as a way to get the access that they wanted, which I'm not sure how successful that has been, but kind of annoying that they probably knew this all along. They were just trying to get the access from this story and uh, basically making people think, trying to get public support by making people think that whatever, they could stop a bomb from blowing up based on <clears throat> what they could find on this thing when they knew all along that he had destroyed the ones that actually had anything on them. So super annoying. Next story, Apple engineers say that security threat comes from hackers, not from the government. Um, basically, they're saying they're more worried about <clears throat> large-scale uh, attacks from hackers and, you know, malicious cyber criminals and that sort of thing, more so than the government. I, I don't know if they're specifically talking about the U.S. government or if they mean governments in general. But they're basically saying it's not our main threat actor that we're worried about. We're more worried about hackers. Um, and therefore, that's why we don't want to give it to the government because we're worried about hackers getting it. <clears throat> and I think that's an interesting distinction. Um, <clears throat> and I've, I've got the links to all these in the show notes. Um, all right, so the next one, uh, critical session handling bug in VMware. So there's a couple of products in the VMware suite, uh, vSphere and a couple of others that have some uh, really bad session handling bugs. So you need to patch that if you have VMware. UC Davis tries to scrub the pepper spray incident from the internet. Um, yeah, so there's a really bad incident they had where a cop just went down the line just spraying completely docile, seated, like handcuffed students, like in the face with tons of pepper spray. And um, they, they tried to remove it from the web. And in doing so, they actually magnified its presence on the web and made themselves super famous for doing the wrong thing. So I think this is a lesson in what not to do in, uh, in a world where the internet is so powerful. Security scorecard rates government worst in InfoSec across multiple industries. So basically, uh, this company gives ratings. I don't really like how they rate companies. It seems a bit external and superficial, but it is a cool concept. Um, 
And they basically looked at a whole bunch of uh, security com- or industries, uh, basically a whole bunch of industries in terms of how they handle security and rated the government as the worst by far. Uh, next story, Caramba Security wait, uh, raises $2.5 million to do car security. They're basically doing like IPS for cars um, and, and some modification of the device itself. Um, but it seems mostly like IC, um, IPS for cars. And there are a few other startups doing something similar. Uh, Amazon is selling infected webcams. I believe there are surveillance cameras, so maybe more corporate-y, I'm I'm not sure. But um, basically, they have malware on them, uh, right shipped from Amazon, which is troubling. Microsoft sues government over gag orders. Uh, So I think they're trying to get the ability to uh, speak more about certain incidents. And uh, government is stopping them, and they're getting sued over it. URL shorting services attacked. So basically there was some research on the, uh, the, the amount of space available in like a six character short URL. And basically they found that you could just brute force the character space and, uh, and find out all these URLs, which often point to something that's very sensitive. And you're actually sharing it with you know, a trusted person and it's not supposed to be public. So it's basically a privacy issue. And these researchers showed that you can just brute force it. Um, I imagine they did something like just make requests to all of them and see which ones came back, uh, which would be a pretty cool project. And uh, bottom line is you've got to increase uh, entropy on these things if, if you want to do them correctly. You also have to do make some protections around stopping people from doing this these types of queries uh at, at scale but there's ways around that as well so it's cat and mouse as usual windows 10 blue screens to get qr codes pretty cool idea so whenever you have a qr uh, a blue screen in windows by the way why don't they just move it to like green or something like seems like you got enough baggage over blue screens like move on to something else but whatever there's also an argument for keeping it blue so anyway blue screens now have a qr code so instead of like giving you just some dumb link which you have to go and type in somewhere you scan the qr code and it takes you to a url and tells you all about it but there's some worry that malware will actually pop up random screens that are blue with qr codes on them have someone pull out their phone and visit that website and then get compromised. So that seems pretty likely to happen. So it's probably a good concern. Um, Attacks against iPhone date bug. So there's a bug in iOS. um, I think it's patched now a a couple uh, versions back. But basically, if you set the date to like January 1st, 1970, I think that was the date. but if you set your phone to that, it would just like brick the phone, basically. Um, I'm not sure if it was like hard brick or soft or whatever, but it would seriously like mess up your phone. Um, and then there was like this other, this attack that people came up with where you could spoof the, um, the wireless network name of 
a common network like Starbucks or AT&T Wi-Fi or whatever, and then um, host a name server, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a time server, and actually push down the time to all the devices that connect. And then just whoever connects to that thing, like at Starbucks or wherever, some public network, they would all get bricked. So you get to sit there, host this thing, people connect when they come to get a coffee and it bricks their phones. Um, super malicious, um, kind of cool in a shameful way, but um, just shows you sort of the inherent danger in randomly connecting to wireless networks and trusting them. Um, I mean, even if you don't have auto connect turned on, I mean, are you really doing validation of name networks when you go to a coffee shop? Um, maybe you should be. Uh, Kaspersky predicting crypto worms. So basically you have worms, which is malware that self-propagates, whereas a virus requires action. That's the main difference between a worm and a virus, by the way. And then you have crypto worms, which they're predicting, which is just some random name made up by probably this reporter, or maybe by Kaspersky. But, uh, the basic idea is that you have ransomware, which now propagates like a worm. We've seen a little bit of it already with like some some uh, CMSs and uh, on some Linux boxes. But uh, what they're basically saying is you can expect this to get much worse and actually like cross the internet and hit lots of boxes and cause some serious problems. Uh, the biggest problem would be like Windows related vulns on the inside of networks, imagine if you had like a uh, like a 2000-ish type bug, but instead it was ransomware. Um, and it went across, you know, organization of 10,000 systems. That would be disruptive. All right, exploring ideas. Are we living in a computer simulation? Uh, I've got the article here in, a, in the show notes. But basically the idea is this, uh, as technology advances and as you have additional uh, civilizations, alien civilizations um, and that sort of thing available in the universe, it becomes easier and easier to emulate life, right? That would be, that would include our physics engine of how physics works on the, on the planet, how our bodies work, how you know, objects interact with other objects. All these things would be able to be modeled more and more easily as time goes on. So basically, given how much time we think has passed, the odds become higher and higher as time goes on that any given civilization is therefore simulated instead of real. And as a result, there is a high chance that the civilization that we're actually currently in is inside of a simulation, right? So this could not be a real uh, world and environment and reality and civilization. It could simply be, you know, an experiment in someone's computer. And, uh, there was just a physics conference where a bunch of people got together and talked about, you know, the odds of this and the odds of that, you know, 
pro or con, but they also talked about how do you test it, which I think is really fascinating. How would you know? Um, and I think there are some theories that basically say that where the macro and the micro break down or, or the macro and the quantum break down, where you have things like uncertainty principle and, and you know, wave particle duality and all kinds of that stuff is basically evidence that the engine is breaking down. So it's like what you would expect from a bad simulation, uh, which I think that stuff's fascinating. I, I wonder if there are novels based on it because I'd love to read them. All right, essays and articles. Neoliberalism, the idea, uh, ideology at the root of all our problems. Um, so as sort of per the new podcast format, uh, I will mention cool concepts that are related to politics, but I will not be pushing any sort of one angle. But I will, I will mention things that I think will be interesting to people on any angle. Libertarian, left, right, doesn't matter. This is a good read regardless. Um, the, this concept of neoliberalism, which uh, I'll let you read about it if you're interested. Next one, notes on Google site reliability engineering book. So basically someone went and read this book and took like some really great notes. Talks about hiring sysadmins, actually talks about one of the coolest things was basically most people hire sysadmins from a sysadmin skill set. And basically what they said was uh, Google hires software engineers and they're the ones who do system administration work. Uh, and look at their services. They have great services. Uh, so I thought that was fascinating. Um, scientists unveil new tree of life. This is really cool. Uh, it's basically mostly bacteria. I hate to be a, do a spoiler, but um, it's mostly bacteria um, with lots more bacteria and then mostly more bacteria after that. Then there's another branch off of, uh, you know, separate from bacteria, which we are this tiny, tiny little part of. Um, but basically they made a, tons of progress versus the last one, which was like a big wheel. This one looks more like, a, I don't know, a series of like impacts from like a particle accelerator. Um, really cool visualization. Definitely think you should check it out. Introverts care more about grammar mistakes. So I talked last week or a week before about the ocean test, which is a big five personality test. And uh, uh, basically um, there's five main personality traits. And this is a much better test than Briggs-Myers. Um, and they're talking about you would expect that conscientiousness would link to really caring about grammar and having bad grammar really bother you. But it turns out that what predicts it much more is, uh, I think it was, oh, it was introversion. Yeah, I was going to say agreeableness, but no, it was actually introversion versus extroversion. So extroverts didn't really care about people making grammar mistakes, whereas introverts did, which I thought was fascinating. I dislike grammar mistakes quite a bit, and I'm also somewhat of an introvert said the guy on the podcast. All right, CIA recommendations for hotel stays. Oh, this one is 
phenomenal. So this is an ex-CIA person who basically talks about their protocol and his recommended protocol for being safe in a hotel. And it's got like things to do to your, your doorknob to detect motion. Like don't stay on the top floor, don't stay on the bottom floor. Like it's got a whole list of them. It's like super cool. Uh, security people recommending Apple. So this ZDNet article, they basically went and talked to a bunch of security people, including like Dan Kaminsky, and they almost universally recommended using um, iOS versus Android or, or Apple versus Google, however you want to say it. Wasn't really surprising to me because I already knew that being in the industry, but um, I think more people should should uh, realize that. Aetna, um, the health company, is paying people money to get more sleep. So basically, if you can prove with a, a device that you were getting something like seven to eight hours of sleep uh, through the course of a month, they actually give you tons of money. I think it's like 500 bucks a year or something like that. Um, which is really fascinating. I think what's interesting about this is it's basically a conflict between data and what actually makes people effective. Also, you know, in this case, sleeping more versus the, the notion of, you know, just do more work, you know, sleep less, work more, you know, traditional. It's basically data clashing with tradition. It's the way I see that. All right, so new section here, art and inspiration. Um, couple of quotes here. My perfect day is sitting in a room with some blank paper. That's heaven, that's gold, and anything else is just a waste of time. And that was by Cormac McCarthy. I think that's a really cool quote. Um, sort of brings to light an a, a idea I've been having. So I wrote about it a long time ago. No idea where it is. But basically, if you were in the shower, you are unable to do anything other than be in the shower. And as a result, you get flooded with ideas. When you're running, what else can you do when you're running? Not too much. It, assuming you're not talking on the phone or something. Um, and as a result, you get flooded with ideas. Well, if you sit quietly... No tech around you, no distractions, and you just have paper in front of you. You will likely be hit by interesting ideas, which you can then explore with this paper. I think it's a really cool quote. Next quote. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Leonard Cohen. I like that. It can mean a lot of things. I, I see it as meaning uh, flaws help you improve things. It's one, one sort of reading of it. Um, next one, freedom of the press is guaranteed only to those who own one. A.J. Leibling. This is a, a little bit frightening, especially given how uh, the media just, the, the media companies are just being gobbled up. It's fewer and fewer. They have narratives that they're trying to push out. They're sort of controlling what we believe and think. And uh, the press is free, but because they're controlling it, how free is it? So I, th I think it's an interesting uh, interesting quote. Announcements. I'll be at an IoT conference in Orlando, May 10th and 11th. I think those are the dates. Let me know if you want to get together, if you're in the area. 
Summary and recommendations. Patch Adobe, Microsoft, and VMware. Um, I'll just go ahead and add Java because it's probably broken as of an hour ago. Two, the next time you have some free time, try sitting alone with some paper and a pen. Highly recommended. All right, that's it for this episode. Try to keep it short. Thank you for listening. See you next time. And if you like the show, please recommend it to your friends. Thanks a lot.